MIT presents How Long Will a Volcanic Island Live? Written by Jennifer Chu for MIT News. When a hot plume of rock rises through the Earth's mantle to puncture the overlying crust, it can create not only a volcanic ocean island, but also a swell in the ocean floor hundreds of thousands of kilometers long. Over time, the island is carried away by the underlying tectonic plate, and the plume pops out another island in its place. Over millions of years, this geological hotspot can produce a chain of trailing islands on which life may flourish temporarily before the islands sink, one by one, back into the sea. The Earth is packed with dozens of hotspots, including those that produce the island chains of Hawaii and the Galapagos. While the process by which volcanic islands form is similar from chain to chain, the time that any island spends above sea level can vary widely, from a few million years in the case of the Galapagos to over 20 million for the Canary Islands. An island's age can determine the life and landscapes that evolve there, and yet the mechanisms that set an island's lifespan are largely unknown. Now, scientists at MIT have an idea about the processes that determine a volcanic island's age. In a paper published in Science Advances, they report an analysis of 14 major volcanic island chains around the world. They found that an island's age is related to two main geological factors, the speed of the underlying plate and the size of the swell generated by the hotspot plume. For instance, if an island lies on a fast-moving plate, it's likely to have a short lifespan, unless, as is the case with Hawaii, it was also created by a very large plume. The plume that gave rise to the Hawaiian Islands is among the largest on Earth, and while the Pacific plate on which Hawaii sits is relatively speedy compared to the other oceanic plates, it takes considerable time for the plate to slide over the plume's expansive swell. The researchers found that this interplay between tectonic speed and plume size explains why the Hawaiian islands persist above sea level for millions of years longer than the oldest Galapagos Islands, which also sit on plates that travel at a similar speed, but over a much smaller plume. These islands are dynamic, insular laboratories that biologists have long focused on, says former MIT graduate student Kimberly Huppert, the study's lead author. But besides studies on individual chains, there's not a lot of work that related them to processes of the solid Earth kilometers below the surface. You can imagine all these organisms living on a sort of a treadmill made of islands, like stepping stones, and they're evolving, diverging, migrating to new islands, and the old islands are drowning, adds Taylor Perron, associate head of MIT's Department of Earth Atmospheric and Planetary Sciences. What Kim has shown is there's a geophysical mechanism that controls how fast this treadmill is moving and how long the island chains go before they drop off the end. Huppert and Perron co-authored the study with Lee Royden, professor of Earth Atmospheric and Planetary Sciences at MIT. The new study is part of Huppert's MIT thesis work in which she looked mainly at the evolution of landscapes on volcanic island chains, the Hawaiian Islands in particular. In studying the processes that contribute to island erosion, she dug up controversy in the literature regarding the processes that cause the seafloor to swell around hotspot islands. Lee Royden says, The idea was, if you heat some of the bottom of the plate, you can make it go up really fast by just thermal uplift, basically like a blowtorch under the plate. If this idea is correct, 
then by the same token, cooling off the heated plate should cause the seafloor to subside and islands eventually sink back into the ocean. But in studying the ages of drowned islands in hotspot chains around the world, Huppert found that islands drown at a faster rate than any natural cooling mechanism could explain. So most of this uplift and sinking couldn't have been from heating and cooling, Lee Royden says. It had to be something else. Huppert's observation inspired the group to compare major volcanic island chains in hope of identifying the mechanisms of island uplift and sinking, which are likely the same processes that set an island's lifespan, or time, above sea level. In their analysis, the researchers looked at 14 volcanic island chains around the world, including the Hawaiian, Galapagos, and Canary Islands. For each island chain, they noted the direction in which the underlying tectonic plate was moving and measured the plate's average speed relative to the hotspot. They then measured in the direction of each island chain the distance between the beginning and the end of the swell, or uplift in the crust, created by the underlying plume. For every island chain, they divided the swell distance by plate velocity to arrive at a number representing the average time a volcanic island should spend atop the plume's swell, which should determine how long an island remains above sea level before sinking into the ocean. When researchers compared their calculations with the actual ages of each island in each of the 14 chains, including islands that had long since sunk below sea level, they found a strong correlation between the time spent atop the swell and the typical amount of time that islands remain above sea level. A volcanic island's lifespan, they concluded, depends on a combination of the underlying plate's speed and the size of the plume, or swell, that it creates. Huppert says that the processes that set an island's age can help scientists better understand biodiversity and how life looks different from one island chain to another. If an island spends a long time above sea level, that provides a long time for speciation to play out, Huppert says. But if you have an island chain where you have islands that drowned at a faster rate, then it will affect the ability of fauna to radiate to neighboring islands and how these islands are populated. The researchers posit that in some sense, we have the interplay of the tectonic speed and plume size to thank for our modern understanding of evolution. You're looking at a process in the solid Earth which is contributing to the fact that the Galapagos is a very fast-moving treadmill, with islands moving off very quickly, with not a lot of time to erode. And this was the system that led to people discovering evolution, Royden notes. So in a sense, this process really set the stage for humans to figure out what evolution was all about by doing it in this microcosm. If there hadn't been this process, and the Galapagos hadn't been on that short residence time, who knows how long it would have taken for people to figure it out. This research was supported in part by NASA. Thanks for listening. You can find more audio articles from MIT on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.